tuned in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I just love this music. I just love the music so, play, really. So much. It has been <laughs> way too long since we heard this. And for those of you who aren't familiar, it is the theme song for Black Sales. And After Buzzers, welcome to another edition of After Buzz TV Spotlight On. I'm Lauren Salon, and today we are getting up close and personal with one of our favorite stars from TV. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Enthusiasm. Thanks, I girls. I could be a woo girl. Yeah, <laughs> we can. So, the lovely lady to my left stars as Max on Black Sails and also starred alongside Michael Ely in the movie The Perfect Guy. You may have also seen her in on the CW in The Secret Circle, Smallville, 90210, and several other shows. I and completely did not realize you were in Smallville, and now, and now I'm, like, geeking out a little bit. I'm like, oh, oh, no, that's I mean, so great. <laughs> I love Smallville I love so much. Smallville fans because they're so intense <laughs> and loyal to the show. And it's funny, because um, you and I were at a, an event together mm-hmm. the other night, and as I was going downstairs, um, the guy said to me, oh, my God, you're the girl from Smallville. And I'm like, that was, <laughs> that was, like, six, seven years ago now, and it's still people are still like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And I, I'm always shocked when people recognize me from that show. Oh, that's so fun. Ago. Yeah, so Jessica Parker Kennedy, thank Woo! you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy yeah, to be here. I'm glad we could make it make it work. Totally. And where can everyone, before we dive into everything, where can everyone find you on Twitter and online? Oh, yes. I'm the worst tweeter in the universe. <laughs> you could tell. I, I, oh, my gosh. I don't even think I tweet. I, I didn't even tweet. It's okay. It's we fine. Did. We, 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 did. Did. we just retweet. Don't you worry. just retweet. Okay. We already tweeted. Right. It's not going to be the case where like you never asked me back because I didn't like, tweet. She didn't tweet. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, take note. Uh, take note. Take note. <laughs> so you can, you can find me on Twitter at jparkerk and on Instagram at jparkerk3. I just am my, I'm not particularly skilled um, <laughs> at doing it. So um, I, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But you hey, can find me there. No judgment here. There's no judgment. You tweet however you want to tweet. Yeah. I, well, I'm, you do you. Yeah. I, I'll do me. I'm Canadian, so I'm feeling very guilty right now. We, Canadians are just like, we're the most guilty, and we haven't done anything. We, we always fine. feel bad for everything. You're and, absolutely fine. And then we've also got Keaton Markey Hi over guys. here. I know. I'm so excited to join this panel this season. I am literally just binged watch the entire series of Black Sails. So I'm like so in it right now. Like every like little detail product you won't even remember. Know, I'm gonna I, remember because I just. Watched I'm so it. glad you're here. Then <laughs> I know. I feel like I need to rewatch. So I'll be your fact checker. Yeah. So a little <laughs> little info. So season three is premiering on Saturday, January 23rd. So just in a couple of weeks, and we are so excited. It's been a full year since we've mm-hmm. had Black Sales, yeah. and I was just saying, oh gosh, it feels like it's been so long, like a year, literally. It's but been it has been, it's been even longer since you shot this because yeah. you shot this two years ago. I know. Right? I'm really mm-hmm. nervous about this interview because we we shoot a year ahead of everything. So mm-hmm. right now, everyone's about to see season three, um, and we're shooting season four already. So it's just like it's yeah, it's 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 crazy. And I, I I I'm going. Oh my god, what happened in season two? If we want to talk about that, I don't know if I will remember anything. <laughs> well, the the VFX is just so incredible mm-hmm. in in Black Sales, and I think that's what I was talking to some people at that event, and they were saying that's what takes so long. That's why yeah, we give so much time for kind of the post part of this, but. Yeah, don't spoil anything. I won't spoil anything. I'll do my best. Actually, please do. I know. No, that's don't, what everyone don't, wants, don't. right? I don't, don't want, want to get you spoiled. in trouble. I like it. Yeah, the VFX is something that they sh- that they that they do. I was going to say they shoot that they do all over the world. Like I think there's like people in Sweden doing our mm-hmm. VFX and people in Canada and people in the United States. It's just it's so there's so much to do that they've had to spread it out mm-hmm. kind of worldwide. It's insane. It's do you work with the VFX a lot? Like I know you kind of you're kind of in your own set. Yeah, I don't. I'm always um I I, I would so 
love to experience what that's like. At the same time, I think it's probably really, really difficult. Um, but no, I haven't done, I, I don't think any of the effects on the show at oh, all, wow. but the boys are doing it constantly, you know, oh, which wow. is just, I, I, you know, they're always looking at things that aren't there and looking at big screens. <laughs> and, um, you know, everyone's always like, wow, it must be so cool to film at sea. What's that like? And I'm like, we film next to a freeway, man. Like we, <laughs> yeah. we are never at sea, you know, so, uh, it's, uh, the VFX is, I mean, it's just, it's such good quality on the show. Right. I'm right. always like, and I mean, with Michael Bay being a executive producer on it, we wouldn't expect any. Yeah, any Mr. Less. Mr. You know, Mr. VFX. We no. yeah, yeah, we're getting yeah. big explosions. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, all the, the money is going and into the VFX for sure. Lots of blood, lots of action, hundred yeah. percent. Now, do you get to? Because I I saw in this, I just watched all the special features too. Did you oh, get to go to so pirate cute. camp? I love that. Uh, no, and that's I was not so, fair. I was so jealous because everyone, whether you're a boy or a girl, everybody kind of wants to be like pirate, like sexy pirate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. whenever at Halloween, you always go to pick up a costume at whatever store, and like, there's always eleven versions of sexy pirate. Yes. There, there's a million of them, and so, yeah, everyone wants to go to pirate <laughs> camp. Um, that being said. Uh, I think it was it was three or six weeks for them. I can't remember how long, but they were on insane dietary restrictions and were working out every single day. So it wasn't like all fun. It's like cool. Boot camp, pirate it camp. was serious business, yeah. But the boys looked ridiculous by the time they it still had looked ridiculous. I know, I know. <laughs> right? I know. Yeah. Every time we're like shirts off. <laughs> great, great decision. Yeah, you I'm know. so glad that all of them are like my big brothers because if they weren't, it would be huge trouble because they're like they're gorgeous guys and their shirts are off for all the time and they're beautiful looking and it's I know it's very hard for women to be normal around them and I totally get it. Well, the ladies on the show are not bad to look at either. Right. You guys are gorgeous. We're so gorgeous. I you. mean, and we get a lot of you know a lot of visual candy, if you will, just from you know, like I said, from all the, all the beautiful people, but then. There's so much like juicy scenes. Too. Yeah, there really are. Yeah, it's a very um, you know we try to cover as much as we possibly can, <laughs> different kind of genres in one genre. You know, it's uh, it's really fun and um. The girls on the show are honestly like my sisters. We're really, really close, but we're all really, really different. Mm-hmm. And I just think um, each of us kind of bring something different and interesting to the show, and we work really well together. And I'm just not like tooting my own horn in that mm-hmm. kind of way. I just mean I really like, I love the girls on the show. I think we're mm-hmm. well, doing a good job. It's definitely it's a male dominated show. Mm-hmm. Pirates in the past have always they, they're just macho kind of things, and it's so great to have three such strong female characters, and for them to be written. On, like honest and you guys are smart you're cunning like you're up there with like the dudes it's not smarter than the dudes and I like kind of seeing that and there's not as very many kind of uh, love stories that are in this mm-hmm. and even the love stories that are in this show are that's not really the main focus it's more of like how can I help you yeah yeah the romance element of it doesn't really dominate it and, mm-hmm. and when there there is a romance element they, they make it very specific and it's very much there for a reason mm-hmm. which I think is really important kind of the relationship with um uh, you know what? What you know? Ma- the Max Bonnie thing mm-hmm. is really interesting, you know, and something that we haven't really seen before. And it, it's a really interesting dynamic between the two women. Um, yeah, but it is. It, there's really, really strong females on the show that are also very flawed females. I think they're really real women, and and it's so cool to be working on something that's set in the 1700s when women didn't have a lot of rights, you know. And and really, and you know, season two, season three, we were quite powerful, you know. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, and um, and in season three. With saying too much I mean we, we do have another woman that comes and is incredible I mean she is phenomenal so that's, that's oh, we have something no. oh. to look forward to yeah. oh my goodness yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, just cause we I can't say who when I, how when okay, or why but okay. I can say I can say there's another great woman on the show oh yeah. I love it mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna make a guess that it's Mary Reed but okay, so you we'll, said it we'll here see. first. Yeah, I don't know. Said it here first. I don't know. Plead the fifth on that one. I know. So yeah. we'll don't, see. don't give so it away. But that's, that's how what I'm feeling. How have you felt about Max's kind of character arc? You're going into season three. Max's life has completely taken a 180 turn at this point because you started at the lowest of the low, really, by at the end of season one, mm-hmm. and now at the end of season two, we're literally your queen. I mean, you're, the the last shot of the season two was on your face, seeing all the gold that mm-hmm. you are basically splitting three ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how have you liked Max's kind of journey, and where are you hoping she goes? It's so great because she's had such a huge arc on the show. Um, and I remember when when uh, John Steinberg and Robert Levine first talked to me, they said, you know, right now uh, in season one, you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot going on with her, but she's going to have a massive, massive, massive arc, and kind of in a, in a lot of ways. Um, 
be very powerful in mm-hmm. in, in the town of Nassau. So uh, it, it's been it, really special to figure out exactly who she is and the balance between what's important to her. Like she's very much a businesswoman. Um, she went into prostitution because that was something where you can make money and in a way have some kind of power over people. And that's how her relationship with Eleanor was really used, right? It was, mm-hmm. you know, I, I kind of um, manipulated information out of the clients that would come into the brothel and and use that with Eleanor. And so she's she's very smart. She was always keeping her connections with the right people in town and um, has continued to do so. And that's why through season two, she's, um, you know, made a lot of right choices and, and made the, the right allies and then has come out, you know, on top, it would appear, you know, and it's, um, it's been really interesting getting to know her. I mean, she's really been through so much and I, mm-hmm. I wish I was as strong as her, you know. Yeah, you're and, like the new Eleanor now on NASA. Right. In a lot of ways, yeah. yeah, in a lot of ways. And then with that becomes, you know, a tremendous amount of responsibility. And I think in season three, something that I can say is that is, you know, something that I think she struggles with is is trying to figure out how um, to be earnest and still be very powerful while making deals with people that she doesn't, you know, you know, because mm-hmm. once, once you get power, you, you kind of have to make friends with people maybe you don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. So the season three, there's a lot of kind of that, that power balance yeah. for her. In what ways would you say that you are similar to that character? Gosh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't really feel similar to her at all other than, um, I guess her, her, I don't know, her, her kind of aloofness, I guess. Some, but I'm not really aloof at all. I'm a really friendly person, <laughs> but I think I can be very aloof with like men and I guess maybe that. I don't know. Um, we're really, really different. It's hard for me to compare myself to her because I, I, you know, I wasn't raised the way she was. I, well, my life yeah. is completely different <laughs> yeah, than yeah. she was, you know, so, so I, I, I don't feel truly that I have much in common with this woman but I enjoy playing characters that I don't have a lot in common right, with otherwise it gets kind of boring makes you know? it more, more it, exciting it's more, more exciting it's way more challenging you know mm-hmm. I have to do a lot more work and that's what I want to do while was, I'm there was this a daunting character I mean I imagine like when they first came to you with Max this is it's a great juicy character but you're very exposed on this show you are, go through a lot was that kind of like daunting to you like when you as you would get the scripts for season one and then going into season two or kind of like what is that feeling like as an actor yeah, definitely. I mean, it's always kind of a struggle when you're, you're you're on a show, you know, whether it's HBO or Stars, and someone is saying like, "Okay, you're going to be the prostitute," because you know immediately, yeah. you know, you're going to be naked because you can't mm-hmm. get the role of the prostitute and then say in your contract, "We don't want to be naked or exposed," you know. <laughs> um, and it's really she's there's such a huge amount of vulnerability. Um, that you see in her in season one that mm-hmm. you don't really get to see again in the same way. And, um, I actually miss playing a lot of that. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was, um, I, I just found it to be tremendously cha- challenging to keep her strong. Um, and yet know when the doors are closed and the windows are closed and the blinds are down, like there's, you know, she's a really vulnerable person and had horrible, horrible things happening to her. So that part was really challenging, but I just wanted to portray it in as honest, way as possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we still do see some of that sensitivity and that vulnerability in her relationship with Anne and and that situation because while I think Max does everything very intentionally, she also does really feel things. Totally. It's interesting. People always say like, who's the protagonist? Who's the who are the good guys on the show? Who are the bad guys on the show? And at the end of the day, these people are all like crooks and criminals. Mm-hmm. We're really all kind of bad guys, <laughs> but we're not necessarily bad people. And uh, with Max, you know, she has... Um, I she I think the relationship with with Anne shows that you know she's got a soft spot and it's interesting mm-hmm. on the show to figure out which pirates have soft spots and I calling myself a pirate but I'm not but you know what I mean <laughs> which which ones have soft spots and which ones don't mm-hmm. and and it's kind of fun watching people pick their favorite characters because of that I love your relationship with Jack. I think it's yeah. it's so it's so funny. It's like this you both understand kind of what what you are to each other but like i but you're both so smart and both making sure you're kind of moving your chess piece first before the other one what is it like kind of working with those guys all on set like jack and ann like do you guys have fun together because you guys all have great chemistry yeah you explained that so well that's exactly Uh (laughs) what it's like i need to bring you to all of my interviews that was perfect um it is that's exactly what it is it's two people that are neck and neck in terms of smarts and exactly it's it's trying to go, like you're working together but you could all instantly be working apart from each other and i think there's the that beautiful kind of clash over both kind of fighting for Anne at the same mm-hmm. time. Um yeah, uh, it's they are brilliant. Toby Schmitz was 
born to play Jack Rackham, I think, yes. in this show. He is so, and I, it, he's so brilliant, and every take is completely different, and it looks totally effortless, and I'm so jealous working with him, because I'm like, how do you do that? Um, just a joy to work with them. I mean, they're, it's really cool, because the, the kind of ranger crew, so Zach McGowan, who plays, um, Vane, and Anne Bonnie, and Jack Rackham, uh, are like, are really tight on the show, and then they're best friends outside of the show. Like, mm-hmm. they really created their own little, mm-hmm. like, threesome of strength there so it's um great working with them because mm-hmm. the relationship feels really real between the two yeah. of them when you work with them so it's uh yeah it just it's easier to pretend because there's a real connection there and they're so they're so brilliant at the parts and yeah just a joy when you guys are kind of on set because like it shocked me when i first like got introduced to you and heard your voice just because you sound so different obviously yeah. on the show yeah. than you do in real life and i feel like that is with everybody that's in that show mm. when you guys are on set and you guys kind of are you know, the director says cut. Do you guys drop the accents or you kind of try to stay in it until you're done shooting for the day? We all drop them. I mean, I, for me in season one, I I was constantly like, I drop, would drop it, but I was very, very focused right before every take to get back into it. Now it feels like second mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. actually think like I someone would hand me something that I need to say as Jessica and I would say it and then say it as Max and I would immediately go into the accent without even thinking that I have to do it like it's just it's such it's just in inside of me now so uh, I don't feel like I need to stay in it and um, Zach is like a professional he does all of the um, Zach McGowan does like the movie trailers and stuff so like really? it's also easy you know it's easy for him so he doesn't <laughs> have to stay in it at all um, yeah and then uh, we have a couple of Australians but it just seems to be like that British accent seems to be something that everybody learns how to do early on in acting right, school, right. so it's easy for them, and yeah, more and more easy, you know. Yeah, for me as I've gone yours on. is difficult. Like I, <laughs> yeah, honestly, we we actually um, at the very beginning they just couldn't pick exactly what they wanted it to be, and so there was a tremendous amount of ADR in the first couple of episodes <laughs> of the first season because they were like, no, the French accent's too strong, we need to pull it back, and finally they figured out exactly what they wanted, and it's a little medley. It's like, you know. It has it's a European French, but also kind of with British undertones, and we just played with it until it it fit. And I hope mm-hmm. it fits now. I hope I'm not butchering it. <laughs> oh, and we yes. were talking before we went on air about how being from Canada, you mm-hmm. hear a lot of French, so it must have made it at least a little easier to get into. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. I speak French, so um, I, it's it, it definitely was m- more helpful for sure. Uh, you know, French Canadian accent is mm-hmm. so incredibly different from right. a European accent. So that you know that part of it. Um, wasn't necessarily helpful, but speaking French and growing up in Canada, learning French, yeah, was was hugely mm-hmm. helpful for it, definitely. Now, do you, how much kind of dialect like coaching did you do, or do you have somebody on set all the time to do it? I have this amazing um, coach in LA, LA actually named Joy Ellison, and she does everybody. She does Brad Pitt. And oh, Pacino shout out to Joy! All that. Yeah, she's incredible, <laughs> and she's, she's my lady. And um, I just pop over to her house where her studio is, and um, yeah, the, I think one of the last people she was working with was Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. And mm. she's like, "Oh my god, Joy, can you can you like make my appointment right after his appointment so we can cross paths?" <laughs> um, yeah, super attractive man. And, uh, yeah, she's incredible. So I, I would worked really hard with her in the, the first season and the second season. And now I kind of feel like I have it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have dialect coach that's, um, on set with us, but she's, she's, she's yeah. there more for the boys than for, for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boys who are literally screaming at each other and like having to memorize this choreography as well. Unreal. As- like the dialogue <laughs> is so thick on the show. There's so much to say and it's so intense. I don't know how they do it while like having, they also, then they also have a sword fight or they're mm-hmm. in a crazy storm sequence or like there's just like, uh, they just it's so much work for them I feel I feel lucky being the whore it's much easier (laughs) (laughs) so season one we had a lot of like the big production elements and Mm -hmm. it was obviously season one so we're getting to know characters and just the direction of the show and I think season two we saw a lot more backstory and things felt almost a lot more political in a sense just because the power shifts and power plays going on what direction would you say season three is going to take us into? Mm, good question. Um, a lot of, uh, there's a, a tremendous dynamic going on between kind of, uh, like there's a, uh, so, uh, this happens every time I do an interview asking about the next season. <laughs> and I, I, I've practiced how I'm going to say it and so that I don't give anything away. And then I catch myself and I go, Oh my God, wait, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can't say that. Um, for Max, it's very politically driven. That's yeah. very much, a, a, I can say for myself, uh, you know, sh- that's a huge part of what is going on with her. Mm-hmm. Also, um, 
Uh, yeah, she's fleshing out this sort of strange dynamic between Jack Rackham and Anne mm-hmm. Bonnie, and that's a massive focus as as well in season two. Um, them figuring out exactly mm-hmm. what they are and who they are and what's right. going on there, um, and, uh, and and exactly what that relationship between between Anne Bonnie and Max is because it's mm-hmm. really kind of precious. But it, I, I would assume as if you were watching, it's sort of like what's going on there? Right, is is right. it real? Well, is it not? And is Max using her? Well, you got your heart broken. Yeah, in exactly. season one, yeah. and you just started repairing it. It's like oh. Is Anne like a rebound for you, or mm-hmm. is Anne and just for you to move your way up, or are you actually falling in love with Anne? Yeah, right. and I love that. I love that people are wondering that and talking yeah. about that, and and it's possible that maybe there's an element of both of those yeah. things there. You know, I think that Max is someone that very much cares for Anne, but mm-hmm. I think she's she's business focused and she's a bit selfish right now, and she doesn't want to get hurt again. Right. You know, and Anne is potentially very, you know, she had an involvement with a woman that was involved with pirates, but she's never had direct involvement with the pirates, so mm-hmm. this could be very dangerous for her. So I think she mm-hmm. always has a little bit of a wall up there and and i know that a lot of us also like the Anne and jack relationship and while that may not be like the the romantic relationship we want to see really take off necessarily we love that that friendship and that bond that they have too so seeing how all three of them either make it work or what which two (laughs) pair off or what happens there's some great stuff with them in season three i was lucky enough to see the whole season as well i got to watch it so um which is so different than reading it right (laughs) yeah yeah, soon soon enough um and i i mean it's just like i was just they they blow my mind they're so great together they have just unbelievable chemistry it's that's so special what does max want Mm. Like, because yeah. I feel like a lot of that it it change it seems like that changes on an almost like multiple times an episode exactly mm-hmm. what Max is focused and trying to get and she usually gets it she figures out a way to get it but what overall does Max want? Yeah, that's such a good question and a question I ended up asking the producers mm-hmm. and the creators of the show because I I got confused mm-hmm. I was like I need a clear direction here please tell me um, otherwise you know I was going to make it up all on my own and I wanted to make sure we were on the same page and <laughs> I think at the end of the day. Max really wants um, a peaceful environment. She's not interested in um, big wars or or, or or fighting. Or I think she she I'm not I, I think maybe like a quiet life is the wrong thing to say exactly. But I think she would like things to be balanced on mm-hmm. the island, and she's at this stage willing to do whatever it takes to make things balanced. So she's happy to live with things in chaos a little bit. She's happy to, to kind of churn up whatever dust needs to be churned mm-hmm. up so that she can um, get control over what is going on. And and I think, you know, I think she wants money. I think, but she's not power hungry. Certainly mm-hmm. not. I think she just wants a very stable um, life for herself. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's really simple. Yeah. Are we going to see any backstory from Max or any flashbacks oh, with you? There, and- there's actually a really beautiful um, scene in season three where where she does talk a little bit uh, about that. And um, awesome. was such it was my favorite scene to shoot, actually, because it's um, the dialogue on the show sometimes is really difficult to learn just because it's really complex. And uh you know, it, you're trying to focus and stay stay in the moment while learning the dialogue. And with this particular scene, I felt so incredibly connected to it. It was like the words were in there mm-hmm. and it was in the scene. And I think that's why, because it was such a personal moment where Max is kind of talking about our past. And mm-hmm. it's a little bit revealing and helpful. And I, and I think in a lot of ways, it does kind of answer that question in part that you're asking about what she wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we season two, we saw so much flashback with, you know, Flint and Miranda and that whole situation. And I don't know about you guys, but did did you guys see the relationship with Thomas being and going in that direction? Because that I know Surprise shocker, me. Shocker, shocker. Yeah, was shocker. like, I couldn't believe it when I read it. It was like, yeah, crazy. Wait, when you read that, were you just like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. I really, really was. Like, we did not see it coming. And, um, yeah, it was a really interesting choice that the, the writers made. And I know that the critics were very um, torn on it. You know, mm-hmm. some people were like, this is great. Other critics were like, ah, this is terrible. But it, um, but that's great. I think that's a, I think that's what you want when you're on a show. Mm-hmm. You don't want everybody agreeing. Just you want people... Because you want it. people talking mm-hmm. about it. You want people, um, yeah, having a conversation. And, and that's very much what it started. But it's fascinating dynamic for him to be so connected to to James as well as um, 
as well as Miranda. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's and I'll be curious as to now where they, how are they going to move his character forward? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. is there just going to be no more romance or any type of those type of connections with mm-hmm. him, um, or are we going to see it with a man or with a woman? Because obviously he had that he had a very strong connection with both Thomas and Miranda. And exactly. So, yeah. yeah, in very different ways. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. Does, mm-hmm. does, do you, are you going to get in on that on that Captain Flint action? Or yeah. <laughs> we uh, it's so it's so funny. You only get to kiss girls though. I only get to kiss girls. I actually, it's I, I am a straight woman in in real life and um in, re- in real life and uh it's funny. I'm always like, can I please just kiss a boy? Just like, kiss a boy so badly. But um no, I'm I'm. It's actually it's it's much easier because you know as girls we know each other so well, so we just like get in there and get it done and we're like you know yeah. get it over with. Um, I love Flynn. I think he's just ridiculously sexy. He's a sexy character. A he sexy really man. is, and he's all over the buses in Los Angeles right now, and he just he's sort of looking down yeah. and brooding, and it's like he's Irony. like such a manly man. It's funny because Toby in real life is one of the silliest, most childish people I have ever met. He's a delightful, silly. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't be more different from Captain Flint. Really, he's ridiculous. And um, yeah, he's a funny, 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 wonderful man to be around. So speaking of silliness, does anyone, has anyone pulled any pranks or are there any jokesters on set at all? You know, I think because I know, and I always feel really guilty when I get, when I get asked this question because I want to tell you something amazing. Um, I think because the show is so giant and Mm -hmm. huge and with all the VFX, we don't have a lot of time to waste. Right. Mm-hmm. So be like, hey guys, knock it like, off. Like if I get the yeah. giggles for whatever reason, I feel the tension on set instantly wow. coming from p- everyone on the monitors being like, oh god, I hope this doesn't take like it's not it's not that it's not a fun set. It right, is but it's very it's intense. like it's intense. Yeah. We're trying to get through our days. So we really don't they don't make a lot of room for for joking. I you know hear other actors talk about all these great practical jokes that everybody's pulling at <laughs> each other and then you know dumped a book of water on his head and it's like we would be in so much trouble. Right. Um, costuming, yeah, makeup, exactly. All that. So we're all very civil with each other. There's a lot of like weekend shenanigans yeah. going around. I always tell this story about Zach McGowan scaling the wall of uh, outside one out of our apartment buildings trying to get some rum that Mark Ryan, who is from season mm-hmm. one, had on his balcony. And it, that's like the story I keep repeating because <laughs> yeah. I just um, see it in my head watching Zach scale this wall to get the rum because he is a real, a real life pirate. He's a real pirate. Yeah, the things you do at two o'clock in the morning when you can't get alcohol in Cape Town. You cl- you, cl- you break into your co-stars uh, apartment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you can see the rum on the balcony, you go, "I'll just scale the wall and get the rum on the balcony. It'll be fine." Um, so one of the cool things, and I, I, at least in this season, season three, at least in the first two episodes, you get to wear the prettiest mm-hmm. dresses. Yeah, it's ever. stupid. That's what it's, I say. It's it is stupid. It is <laughs> stupid. Like how gorgeous the costumes are. What kind of what is it like working in in those type type of dresses and like the whole fitting process and stuff? Because like that's like, I, it has to be a dream to yeah. get to dress up like that every day. In season one, it was a nightmare I'm sure. um, because I <laughs> I had never experienced a real corset before. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone goes to Victoria's Secrets and gets their sexy corsets and how sexy do they feel? And then, but they have no concept of what a, a real corset is like. Right. Um, and the fact that it takes two women to do up my corset, um, you know, every morning, <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, it, it was awful. It was awful because I couldn't breathe and um I looked awesome. I was so happy about the way I looked, but I was like, I'm not gonna be able to perform, I'm not gonna be able to, to do this. It's 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 I I can't breathe and I need my voice and I feel like I'm gonna pass out and mm-hmm. I think about all the women back in the seventeen hundreds that were always, you know, passing out. It wasn't because they were like, Oh, these poor women, it's because they couldn't breathe. Right. So when things were shocking or it was hot out they were fainting left, right, and center. <laughs> well, and now so many women are doing them just for like the waist training yeah, thing. Yeah, I all saw that, like, like a oh, little okay. short documentary thing on YouTube, and like this women that just, yeah, their partners find it really sexy, so they're just like have practice, and it does, it does change your your shape. My co-star Hannah now is is um, wearing more corsets, and so she uh, is talking. She's like, her husband was like, yeah, I think we my my like he's saying that like my shape is changing. So waist yeah. training, yeah. waist training, it's exactly. A new thing. Yeah, don't get any <laughs> like crazy ideas, <laughs> please, people out there about corsets. But other than the first year of learning how to wear it, uh-huh. um, I'm actually very used to them now, and the dresses are so 
unbelievably mm-hmm. beautiful and I get a new dress every episode and I'm super spoiled and I know it and I'm grateful and it's so fun. Because yeah. Max got money now. Max is just she she's is just buying, and she she's always buying, gets buying, the buying, prettiest buying. dresses I think too like the best colors. Well that's because she's she's the, yeah. the madam. I'm yeah. the madam. She's got to look good. I must and we have um, an incredible costume designer his name is Tim and he's just um, he just is a brilliant, brilliant dress designer and patterns because really all the dresses are actually very much the same. It's just that they have a different pattern and he's mm-hmm. sort of the genius behind coming up with, okay, how can we take the same basic dress and turn it into a million different dresses and he does it really well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I get so jealous. I know. I get I super know. girly so about fun. my dresses. I don't like being girly but I get super girly <laughs> about them. I want them all. So what are... I know we we're gonna see possibly Mary Reed and definitely Blackbeard is oh, coming. Blackbeard. So yeah, <laughs> how, how does Blackbeard's introduction into the the series? Is that just like does shit hit the fan? You know how is how is this going? Let me down? just tell you I'm, everything right no, now. No, 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 with within what you can tell us. Yeah, um, it's I don't know what to say without how how do I how do Dang I talk it. about Blackbeard's introduction? I, I I would I would be devastated to spoil it in any way because it is pretty awesome. Um, it's epic. It's epic, and and oh, you've seen it already, have you, Keaton? Blackbeard. Or the in the in the first couple yes, episodes. Yeah, you see him. Yeah, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. That's how you see Maybe. him. You see him in the first couple episodes. Yeah. Um, Ray Stevenson, who plays him, is uh, just such a, a he's a giant dude mm-hmm. with kind of this very like big presence, right. and he's the perfect person to play oh, back Blackbeard, exactly. and and so it's it works really really well. I think it's kind of if you envision what Blackbeard may have looked like or sounded like he. He's um he is he is that mm-hmm. and it's intimidating, really intimidating. Oh, yeah, so perfect. it's it's nice to have a big strong character like that on the show. I'm so excited to see how that goes cuz yeah. you know, we've got the players that we've seen. We had Ned Lowe in that situation mm-hmm. and get and get killed off, but we oh, really he bugged me. Yeah, oh gosh, he was terrible. <laughs> he, he was, was a real terrible. Mean. We hated him. We hate Ned Lowe. Yeah, we hate Ned Lowe. Which was the point of that character. Exactly. I had to hide my eyes with too much blood too many times with Ned Lowe. So yeah. I was like, he's yeah. very very good at playing like very scary <laughs> right, right. scary scary person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited so for another really intense new mm-hmm. character. Do you to come get on board. some fun scenes with Blackbeard? Not yet. Okay, because I I just feel like he's going to come into Nassau and really shake things mm-hmm. up. And you're kind of the queen of Nassau. I feel like mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. I mean, you know everything. You know everyone. You know you're you're taking control. So I, I'd be interested to see what know, your interactions with him just, is going to be. Can't speak on the matter. Can't <laughs> speak on the matter. <laughs> oh, maybe that'll be some a uh, little partnership that happens. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be great. Just Little Max and quietly. big old Blackbeard. Just gonna, just gonna sit oh, here quietly. you guys would take. Mm. Oh man, it's a, it, <laughs> that would be a strong pairing. That would be a that. Power very. Couple. That would be a power couple. Actually, Ray Stevenson said that to me. He was like, "We make the strongest like Max Beard power couple." <laughs> Max Beard. Yeah, Max That's Beard. The power exactly. couple, Max Beard. Max. Yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can only hope. <laughs> Let's not call it Black Max. <laughs> yeah, Black Max. Black Max. <laughs> That's perfect. Black Max. That's Black perfectly Max, perfectly uh, correct. <laughs> We know what we mean when we say that. Yes, yeah. we do. We do. Um, so I guess, uh, what do you, I know you're so busy with black sales right now. Do you have any other things that you're working on in the pipeline or when you were off of black sales? Are there any projects you're working on or? I, it's, it's so hard because this just takes up so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, so really my focus is, is mainly on the show right now. I would love to be doing other work and I'm very much unemployed when I'm, when I'm not working on this. <laughs> so absolutely. Please hire me someone. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, it really this takes up the the majority of the time. Is it's it's a it's just a really really huge show, and we're doing lots of ADR when we're not there, and it's nice to get a little bit of time to rest after the show's mm-hmm. done. So yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it, it must not be too bad shooting in Cape Town, and it's in the summer there right now. Yeah, isn't Cape it? Like, Town is beautiful. I mean, it's honestly one of the most beautiful beautiful places I have ever seen in my life. It's extremely um, stunning, and is a great place to vacation. It's like anything, you know. But living living there for months and months and months and months every year um, away from from friends and family is mm. is a challenge and it's really mm-hmm. hard actually but um the city is beautiful and we have a lot of fun there and um I do have some family and friends who come up and visit and and that's okay. a really nice thing and yeah I would recommend anyone to to check out Cape Town because it's really special 
Have you swam with the great white sharks? Yeah. I did. I you did. did. My no sister way. did that. I just, I feel so bad because there's a lot of controversy around that. They're saying that, really? like, yeah, they're saying that it's not good for the sharks and that it encourages them to associate people and with uh, humans with food because oh, of no. the chumming. But I, oh, no. you know, and it was, I didn't know that until after I went because um, I told people and they were like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, do I regret going? No, because it was an amazing it was an amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing experience. Yeah. And you realize how, like, we, you know, as humans, we think that we're so the center of the universe. And, like, when you are in the ocean, like, next to a great white shark, you are very mm-hmm. aware that you are powerless and that you are nothing. And um, it's humbling. And they are majestic and weirdly beautiful in mm-hmm. some way. So, yeah. And I'm sure your sister said they. The I just watched thing. the video. My sister and my dad went. And my mom was like, I'll just stay on the boat and look at the sea lions. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was, and I, sorry, oh, go ahead. No, no. And it just, it's, it's terrifying. Yeah, Terri- it's yeah. terrifying. It's a very surreal experience. It's definitely the most seasick I have ever been <laughs> in my entire life being on the boat. Because they take you to the, one of the waviest places. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And as long as I was in the water, I was fine. I was actually more comfortable in the water. With, with the, the great white sharks <laughs> than I was on the boat. on the boat where I was so, so, so unwell. Yeah, never again. It was a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity and it was just the one time. And, and we are so, done. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and had you been to Cape Town before no, filming? No, never. Not at all. Um, I was not really familiar with South African culture mm-hmm. in any kind of way. I'd seen Leonardo DiCaprio and Blood Diamond and that was kind of yeah. all I knew about South Africa. And my mom had said to me, like, when are you going to shoot somewhere like exotic and glamorous where I can come visit you? So, um... I, and you go away for three years. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on, th- on the fourth now. Oh. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, it, I'd never been before, but it's, I'd done a lot of traveling. So I'm very, very much used to traveling, but it's, yeah, it's a pretty epic, special place that's very, very, very different from, from our lives here. That's for yeah. sure. And you've been acting for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Did you always know that you wanted to kind of do this and be an actor? And I wanted to be an orthodontist until I was about 12. <gasps> I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to ask, yeah. if, if you weren't an actor, what would you be doing? I, do, I definitely wouldn't be do, being, doing orthodontistry now, uh, but the money sounds good. Um, yeah, no, I don't know why. I had a really cool orthodontist when I was a little kid, and I think I just like thought he was like the coolest, and I was decided like that's, that's great, what I'm going to do for a living. And my that's mom was so like, cute. perfect, this is such. We'll have a great income. And then uh, a few years later, I was like, I actually want to be an actor and she was like oh but no she was very very um very very supportive and i and i did i've known for a really really long time that i wanted to do it and you know i'm just like one of those there's so many of us like canadian actors that start out small and you get little guest stars and little guest stars mm-hmm. and start getting bigger parts and bigger parts and it's a really kind of um you know just 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 working through it just struggling through yeah. it and then and, and and it gets bigger and bigger and i'm so grateful to be where i am at right now and on this show that i respect and love so much um, and if I wasn't acting, I, I would, I would love to own, um, uh, some boutique hotels. I would love okay. that. Yeah. Ooh. Some like really cool, really nifty, like affordable hotels for people. Um, because I just like feel almost like bed and breakfast style, yeah. but just like a little more. Yeah. Like funky. funky. Yeah. Just so that, you know, like it's, it's, we're living in a time when like everyone is talking about how the middle class is kind of disappearing. Mm-hmm. And I just would love to open up a boutique hotel that was like really cool. So you could have that funky experience when you're in New York or in Vancouver <laughs> mm-hmm. or Paris or wherever you are. And, um, kind of big plans, Paris, my goodness, um, <laughs> branching out far with my hotels, um, and, and just have, you know, regular people be able to like, in, enjoy what is, you yeah. know, a really funky, funky way to visit. This could be your similarity between Max, the hotel aspirations, yeah, the business, the, and the, yeah, the know, biz, the, I guess the, her business aren't savvy really is, legal though. So this is true. But, but her, her business savvy is, I would say, yeah, that's great. Hospitality I, industry. Absolutely. <laughs> she wants people to have a good time and so do I. So. <laughs> Man. That's that's uh, awesome. So, uh, you did your parents like, or and did your friends like? What did they? When did they start being like? Oh my god! Like you're on TV. You're kind of getting to a point where like people recognize you when you go out. And I all think they my friends and family are actually really chilled about that. Yeah. Um. And I. Uh, oh, okay, I'm gonna ask a question. I don't know if anyone knows. Do you know who's uh, writing for the new um, Archie? I'll tell you. You'll tell no, me. Tell me now. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, my 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 so my family in Calgary, Alberta, are working with this person's husband through their company, and I guess she's she's like she's someone that if I was if, if I was a massive comic fan and was in the comic book world, it would be a person that it would be like oh Freak my god, yeah. and I guess she's a huge fan and 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 loves Black Sails and loves Max on the show, and I and so I guess that was like you know when I hear things like that, I'm like oh yeah, I guess I guess it's. 
it's a big show and people are watching it and that's really really great so um but in terms of my friends and family are just really supportive like for them they were like yeah that's really cool that she knows who you are you know no one's no one's overly enthusiastic about it which i think is um a really oh my time we just growled i wonder if you can hear that jewel cats is that I think that might be who it is, but I don't want to say yes because okay. I'm not sure. Um, someone, someone who like Toronto made, author Jewel Cat. I think that's probably who it is, and she drew a really beautiful um, photo of me and um, and like put it on Instagram. I have to follow her and be like, thank you so much because oh, cool. people, comic book people would would like die to have like yeah. her draw a photo of them. Okay. She's put on me, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope that's who it is, and that I'm not saying it wrong. Um, oh no, that person is nope, nope. It's not Jewel Cats. Never mind. <laughs> not Jewel Cats. Never mind. It's not Jewel Cats. <laughs> Just kidding. Nope. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll tweet later and we'll get it all settled. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll uh, get it all settled. So stay tuned. Stay everybody. tuned, everyone. <laughs> so I stick my foot in my mouth. Yeah, no, it's um my family is really chilled about. It. They're great. just really happy and they, yeah. Yeah. which I'm sure keeps you grounded. Yeah, and, you know, as things are picking up because they are for you, which is really excited. But mm-hmm. then, but then also when you have to be away from them so much you know yeah. it seems like you have a really great support oh, system yeah I, it's like I have no desire to have any kind of aspirations for entitlement or anything like that it's just to me it's like it's a job and the, you know the the best actors out there would always say that you know yeah. I have, it's not about anything else it really it's about like a Canadian it's not about <laughs> anything else sorry it, I, got, I got really <laughs> humble there when I get humble when I do my <laughs> humble Canadian I sound super Canadian it just isn't it just you know I just want to do the best work I possibly can and have no interest in all of the other stuff who is your favorite character on Black Sails? Uh, Jack Rackham. Jack Rackham? Always and forever. Yeah. He's my favorite. He's just, Toby is meant to play him, like I said before. And because of that, there's like this this perfect, this something crazy magical happened. And um, it's funny because I know Toby really, really well. And he's a dear friend and he's like my brother. But I secretly have a crush on Jack Rackham. <laughs> and it's weird because I don't have a crush on Toby, but I have a crush on Jack Rackham, which doesn't yeah. make any sense. I understand. So, like, can so, you do your Jack Rackham yeah, just yeah, for right a sec? Yeah, and I'm just, I don't know. It's like the thin mustache. I don't know what it the is. The little glasses. Yeah, it's super confusing. Oh, when he when he busted out those sunglasses in season one, I was like, who <laughs> is this guy? It's yeah. hilarious because there was so much flack on the internet being like, those aren't like period sunglasses, but they they were. Those are 1700 that's sunglasses right. that Crazy. he was wearing. Yeah, no, and everyone was like, that's ridiculous, but it's true. Is Max at all based on a real person at all? Like, is there any like person that you were able to kind of research or do any of kind of like history digging to yeah, kind of connect to her? I wanted to, I kind of, I kind of try not to get to into I, I wanted to kind of really do my own thing with her. Yeah. I mean, my process is a little bit different in that mm-hmm. way. So, um, certainly, no one specifically that they tried to 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 make her yeah. specifically designed to be. I mean, there was um uh, a mixed race person in 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 the book in Treasure Island that sort of was silver, and I think there was a lot of talk of oh, is that who she's mm-hmm. supposed to be? Um, but she really kind of is her own. Um, I, I mean, her own kind of powerful woman, and I wanted to f- kind of find that in and of myself, if that makes sense. And find no, that's that character awesome. on my own, yeah. It's just because Black Sails, I think, is so unique in the fact that it u- uses real people from history as mm-hmm. well as characters from yeah, Treasure yeah, Island. Yeah, it's and a nice I, I mix. Just, I love that, and it's yeah. like it gives them kind of creative liberties, mm-hmm. but then they do still kind of stick to. I mean, we know like Billy Bones, obviously John Silver, obviously we they have kind of a route that they're taking yes. that we know they'll eventually get to, but yeah. because because there's all these characters thrown in there who some of them are real, some of them are not real. You never know what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. But they have said that this is a prequel, technically, to Treasure Island. Yeah, it's about a, it's about a, it's about 15 to 20 years earlier mm-hmm. than Treasure Island. And it is, and I and it's such a cool dynamic. Like, Because, yeah, so the characters that... I mean, that's the thing with like being killed off. You know, there's certain characters <laughs> who know they're not going right. to be killed <laughs> off. So they're like, nope, we're good. And then there's the rest of us who are like, oh, God, but what happens? You know, and because a lot of um, historical stuff with pirates they sort of kind of know when and where certain pirates died and when mm-hmm. and what happened to them but not really it's not really clear and there's so there's there's liberties there that the writers are able to take which I think is it, it makes know. it so much more fun because exactly. there's stuff we know is coming mm-hmm. but then all sorts of stuff you you have no idea yeah. how they're going to take I'm it. I'm so exactly. scared we're going to get a big death at the end of this season. Oh, I'm gosh. like almost positive because like we had set the shocking death at the end of season well because we had like bomb dropped about Flint's kind of history that yeah. was huge and then for the that other the death that happened in the second to last episode that was huge and then they kept showing it again and again yeah. and all like last time on Black Sails like I don't need to see someone get shot in the head again, again, again. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was a I'm, tough scene yeah oh, oh my god I think I I screamed and like cried when that happened when I was watching it 
Yeah. Uh, wait till you see Ugh. episodes one and two of next season. Oh, no. oh, I can't no. even tell you how many yeah. times I screamed. Yeah, it's rough. It's really rough. Everyone was like, "Who Couple is? Weeks. Who is like weeks. like yelping in the theater?" And I'm like, "That was me. That was like, you. That was uh, me." Uh, I was like really reacting to it because oh, everybody no. else that was but in yeah, the crew. They they'd seen the episode so many times, and I'm just like, <gasps> "Yeah, no." There's some really shocking things in the first couple of episodes. Um, there really are, and it's hard not to have like a visceral, visceral reaction to it. I think we're gonna lose one of your your threesome this season. That's what you think. <gasps> That's oh, what I think. So of 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 Rackham, Rackham and, and, and or Max. Uh, okay, got you. And I think we're gonna lose one of your three. Mm-hmm. And I think one of you, like you, or say if we lose you, I don't mm-hmm. think we're gonna lose you. But say if we lose Anne, you're gonna have, or Jack's gonna have something to do with losing Anne. Or if we lose Jack, and then it's gonna be kind of this thing of like, how am I gonna deal with you now that I still need you, but I hate you even more than I hated you before when you were just my competition. You should be talking to the writers Ooh. on the show because I feel like you have all these ideas and I you, know. should be, you should be writing for the show. Brad, I'm calling you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Damn shot. Very, yeah. You have these great ideas. These I, are very good that's ideas. A, a great prediction and it makes me nervous though. I thought yeah, the, the you know, the girl who was captured, um, mm-hmm. I thought she was the love child of Flint, and mm. that's who I thought she was for the longest time. Oh, yeah. And I had this whole backstory theory about her. Which very well could have been a it thing, It could have too. been a thing. Yeah. Chelsea thought it was great. No, <laughs> it would have been awesome. That would have been a really great story. We did it wrong. And that they we sent her wrong. to Charleston with their friend to be safe, and because it was a love child. Absolutely. And all this that makes complete oh, sense. Right, yeah. right, right. You all know, these layers. Fun. I like it. You know where to find me, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know right where to here. find me. <laughs> Uh, Is there anything else we want to touch on before season three? If you had to describe season three in one word, how would you describe it? That, you (laughs) boom. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Maybe two words. Yeah, I'll give you a phrase. Maybe Okay, maybe two words. Um, uh, Baffling. I want another B word. I want to make alliteration here really, really badly. I hope for a B word right now. Um, Uh... Ooh, it's just so because it's so many different things. I Do you think know. it's better than season two? Yeah, because season two was phenomenal. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the best season so far. Season three is the best season so far. So it's it's um the 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 baffling beast. It's a it's a Ooh, beast of a season. A there you go. Baffling beast. Baffling okay. beast of a season. I oh did it. You I did, did it. Baffling beast. Okay. So and then one word to describe kind of Max. In season, <laughs> is it, I like the one word thing. Yeah. It's it's so hard. Two words to describe Max this season because like she's been such a different person every season. I wish the essay course I took in university. I wish you were <laughs> my teacher. Just two words, guys. Just, just two, two words. words. And just I'll, go. Exactly. Just go. A plus A plus. Um, Get to the des- stars. To, <laughs> to exactly <laughs> to describe Max in season three. Yes. Um. Hmm. Kind of. Uh, oof. Um. Uh, a turmoil, turmoil temptress. So oh, that. all these more alliteration, more alliterations. I love, alliterations. It. I love it. Yeah, temptress. Temp- temp- temptress and turmoil, maybe. Okay, oh, conflict. Yeah. We've got conflict coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> watch it. Watch it. Be you. Watch it. Be oh, like, why oh. didn't I? Didn't, I didn't feel that much turmoil. Uh, poor turmoil. I, I felt this. So you know. No, it's just it's now giving me new theories. Uh oh. Oh, you're writing again. I'm, I'm yeah. writing. You're writing in your head right now. I'm writing season three in my head right now. I know it's done, but I'm just writing it in my head right now. Don't worry. Well, uh, is there anything else? Like, uh, I don't think so. I is think there anything else you want to hit on? Th- yeah, and any anything else you got going on outside of Black Sales that you want to? Gosh, guys, I'm I'm like I'm just so happy to be here. It's been really your fun boutique chatting. hotels. My boutique right. hotels that I really want to start. What so would you call? What them? would you exactly? Yeah. <laughs> one word. In no. one word. What would you call your boutique hotels? They probably be something really cheesy. Like I'd want to use like Parker Kennedy or something. The, the, the Parker sounds, Kennedy hotels or something. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, but fancy but accessible. That's what yeah. I, that's what would make me happy. Hip. Yeah. So cool. when I, you know, when the when the big movie comes, which is you it's know, coming, it's coming. We it's, know it's coming. It's very soon. Um, <laughs> I that would be something on the side that yeah. I would love to do is invest in something. I could like see that. you as a Marvel character. Oh God, that would be great! Please Absolutely, say that on the air over and over and Marvel over again. Marvel character, right. right here. Marvel character. No, Jessica cool. Parker Kennedy, Kennedy Marvel new Marvel character. character or Star Wars, right? right. Yes. Character. Something that locks you in for five movies down the that road. Sounds they are looking wonderful. for. I know. I know. There, there was a casting that was just released for like a female to be in the new Star. They're casting a new female for the Star, new Star Wars movie. Well, that's like your age range. That's that. Well, there you go. There it's we done. Go. It's All done. Right. And Star 
Star Wars, Star Wars. Marvel, Disney. <laughs> the 13th Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, you already or have the, the Creole accent yeah. down. Yeah, we're working right. on it. You know, you know how to deal with pirates. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. yeah, I got it. I got loads of practice now. Great. Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, you have such a great show that you're on right now, and I just feel like Black Sails. It's so funny. I feel like it's just going to continue to get bigger. Yeah, I certainly hope yeah. so. I, yeah. I hope so. You know, because it's 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 very much a show that is like you know we're we're growing in the mainstream way. I mean, when you're mm-hmm. on a, a paid network television, you know it's um it's it's it takes a minute. It takes a it minute. Does take right. a it minute. takes a minute. It does. Yeah. You know, so when we're it, working on it, and especially like with Black Sails, there wasn't kind of like an already created fan base exactly. for you guys. This was. A a new show. This was a new take on pirates. This mm-hmm. was a gritty take. This mm-hmm. was not your not the parrot on your shoulder. This wasn't your mom and dad's pirate no, show. No, certainly not. Yeah, so it, it definitely it's it's its own kind of niche market niche market. And I just feel like the more people that I tell to get into it and who watch it, love it. Right. And there's not one person that I've been like, you need to watch Black Sails, and they're like, oh, I don't really. They're like pirates, yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. And, it's, <laughs> and it's a new direction, kind of that we were seeing with stars too. You know, yeah. so people aren't used to going to stars for these, Talk, these shows exactly. and, and same thing you know everyone I tell or uh, I find other people who watch it too they're like oh my gosh I love that show honestly, I love right? stars, honestly stars has got some awesome shows three Golden Globe noms oh, yeah. yes, like I mean I, or three or four I can't remember well three different shows anyways that got mm-hmm. nominated yeah, on yeah. the network like it's really it is an awesome shout out to stars it's an awesome well, awesome network and stars also I mean they just their attention to detail in every single one of their shows I love their programming style I love that they take such risks and yeah they care so much yeah and they, they do seem to care they do still seem like to be a small little family they do they keep all of us really tight like whenever there's a premiere for a show they invite all of us and you know we all go and like mm-hmm. we so we all all of us on the different shows know each other really well and it's a really oh, nice like yeah we're like we know the outlander guys really well and uh, oh it's, it's hilarious <laughs> I, I like it's so funny because sam is just like sam to me right of course yeah. and it's so funny because I'll, I'll watch women around while i talk to him or like we were at the four seasons last year and there were just girls on the streets sc- sam, like, oh, screaming wow. and i was like all right bye sam we'll see you later you know and it's just yes i a few a few people out there have a crush on sam i would say yeah. yes well, John Silver, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and John Silver. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Guy, all right. I love John Silver. There's Bain. a guy for Bain. everyone. There's there a guy is. for there every is. for every match. Well, so let's just say where we can follow kind of your stuff now again, just so people know on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, so you can you can half follow me when I remember to tweet on uh, <laughs> at J at, at J Parker K, and then Instagram is at J Parker K three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. then the Black Sales starts on. Oh yeah, Black Sales. Right, of course. That yeah. show that I'm on, Black Sales. <laughs> Starts so January twenty third. You can see season three. It's definitely the best season, so mm-hmm. you should check it out um, on the Stars Network. Right. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and we will be recapping it here on I After Buzz. We are very excited so to dive into it every that. week. And, and if you guys so fun, yeah. If you guys haven't watched Black Sails, I literally just binged the entire series <laughs> in the last like month and a half. It is such a great show. Get into it. Get a subscription to Stars. Like you'll love it, and you'll love the other programming as well that Stars has to offer. So that's like my little plug for Stars. That was I love beautiful. Them. They're I'm great. So glad that you're here. They're so great. Me today. And I love Black Sails. So get yeah, into I it. it. <laughs> Thank so you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was oh, really it's fun. Been fun. Yeah, yeah, safe travels. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave leaving tomorrow back to Cape Town. Awesome, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren, where can we find and- you? You guys can find me everywhere at Lauren Salon. And make sure y'all are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV, and also on iTunes where you can also leave us a review. Ooh, and you Ooh, guys can yeah. find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Keaton Markey because I have a really weird name and nobody else has it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for watching and uh, we'll see you on Black Sales Recap. Perfect. See you guys. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 